0: today's podcast, you're going to hear an absolute miracle, a miracle. Glenn Beck comes in optimistic, happy, joyous, yay, full
1: of joy, full of fun. On something, uh, on some substance, uh, probably illegal. Even. Uh,
0: and uh, <laughs> and then Stu slowly drains the life out of me until we get to the end of the podcast where I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. Only a Christmas miracle Mm -hmm. could do that. You mean the buzz wore off from the... And I want to thank you. (laughs) I want to thank you, Stu. Hey. Don't want to miss a second of this wonderful, historic, epic, almost sacred Mm -hmm. podcast.
1: By the way, uh, you can uh, watch the podcast every day using the promo code Mm GLEN20OFF. GLEN20OFF. You get 20 bucks off your annual subscription at blazetv.com. Great Christmas present. And it will make Glenn even happier.
0: Oh, Ho, ho, frickin' ho. Here's the podcast.
1: You're listening to The Best of the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Nancy Pelosi, we understand, was weeping last night for what she felt she just must do. She argued back and forth with the Lord, this according to the Pope, who is quoted as saying, geez, Nancy, I mean, you don't have to pray that much. I mean, (laughs) slow down. It's like a religion to you. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I know, I got it. You're Catholic. So am I. Calm down. But she was sequestered last night in her house chambers, and um, she wept all night for the Constitution. Uh, She said that she was visited by by George Washington and Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson, and she wept with them. They wept, even. And she said, this document, I love this document so much. She went to the National Archives, and and she said, please take the glass away so I could just kiss it myself. And, uh, And today, she is filled with sorrow. Oh, alas, I must say a fond farewell to this president of the United States. No, no, I shan't do it. Oh, I must, I must, I, I shan't do it. I must, I must. Oh, oh, the agony. Why me? She cried out in her chambers last (laughs) night. (sighs) So today she's going to take us through all of those heart-wrenching moments that oh. She has had to endure because of this president. Arr, damn
1: it! It's so transparent. You've hit on like my ultimate hot button on this. Oh, I can't take because it because they are sitting there and trying mm. to convince us. That they are taking this seriously, Uh that they actually think it's solemn, Uh and Uh then... Oh, it's so solemn! Please,
0: please, please do not cheapen this moment, Stu! (laughs) I will not sit here with you cheapening this moment!
1: And then, Nancy Pelosi has the utter gall to sit there and utilize God for this argument oh. at a pace oh. that would embarrass oh. the pope that would embarrass mother teresa why that would embarrass why? every pastor why? in the united states why for just you're just overdoing it with this God thing, Nancy. <laughs> Why? Is basically...
0: Why must you go here so to and cheap and now God? Now you're taking on God and Nancy Pelosi's love of God. She is the most Catholic Catholic I've ever seen in all of Catholicdom. Oh
1: my. <laughs> no one believes. No one, including her. Don't and you most... use that word hate. Don't you use that word hate? She's a Catholic is she sure she is i'm sure that's vital vitally important and she seems Catholics to use it hate. at <laughs> any point that it politically benefits her and you never hear <gasps> you, one whoo. word about it at any other time but you. whenever she needs to pass a giant spending bill or she needs <sighs> to impeach a president oh my gosh she's <sighs> a freaking pastor I, she's up there with like the, the bible stapled to her shirt she is uh, she, she is constantly out there doing things that the left always criticizes that you should not bring religion into the public sphere all she says is that just the only motivating factor for her is her is her catholicism i mean it is um, uh it's embarrassing and it seems to go further than that doesn't it I feel like
0: there's, yes. you
1: know, using yes. things in politics Yes, now I'm going, to say, I'm
0: going to say it. Mm. I'm going to say it. Yes, it does go farther than that. <laughs> last night, and I wasn't going to say it. I didn't feel I, it was necessary. I didn't feel it was my place to say something like this because it is so sacred. <laughs> what happened to her last night while she was standing trying to make out with the Constitution? Not make out. I mean, just like you kiss your mother on returning home to her in heaven, oh mother, mwah, 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 mwah. with deep, deep, profound respect, then, standing there in the National Archives in the middle of the night, only Nancy Pelosi, George Washington, Ben Franklin, and the spirit of Thomas Jefferson, all wailing and weeping, there, right there, just above the Declaration of Independence, an apparition appeared she stood there and said why me i'm just a poor peasant girl what is this apparition i see and there it is there it is mother hilary there appearing the mother of all of the world appearing over "'the Declaration and and Constitution there in the National Archives, "'in her beautiful blue robes and rays of light "'and a whiteness more pure than anything I have ever seen before. "'And Nancy looked up and said, "'Yes, Mother Hillary, what must I do?' "'And Hillary said, "'Russia, Russia, my child. "'Oh, the world will come to no good.' If you cannot turn the hearts of the Russians. And Nancy said, oh, my gosh, this is this is almost like those peasant kids in that other country with the water and the and the stuff when Mother Mary came to them. She said, yes, yes, they misunderstood. It was me, Mother Hillary. And Nancy, you must tell the world now. It's Russia. And Donald Trump is the Antichrist. And I know you don't want to do it. She says, I shan't, I shan't, I can't, I can't. You must pick up your staff. You must be the woman that only I could be, as I am the mother of all of the world. And Nancy said, Oh, I shall do it. Actually, her words were, me too. And so today, the blessed Saint Nancy will come to us in just a few minutes, and I dare say she shan't tell us about the apparition or even hanging out with the Founding Fathers or how much she loves... Well, she'll definitely tell us how much she loves the Constitution and God and prayer. But I want you to know, Stu, how dare you... How dare you mock this religious... Spiritual, deeply sad, profoundly significant, and, dare I say it, act of God today. (laughs) I actually heard one of them last night say, you know, you should get history straight, all right? History tells us exactly what we must do history and our founders and our constitution and i'm like this is the first time you guys have ever cared about any of those things you have destroyed our history you have destroyed our traditions you have have destroyed our constitution our declaration of independence you call our founding fathers nothing but racist slave owners and genocidal maniacs you expect me... Oh, by the way, you mock God by rejecting him, not once, not twice, but thrice! You reject him at your own convention, and now you tell me all of a sudden about God while you're trying to chase him out of everything and replace him with big, some big, fat trans person in a library? I don't think so. I don't think I'm buying it today. How no. could anyone buy it how
1: and they keep going on television and acting as if these congress people mean this stuff we all know they don't mean it i mean they're just saying things they know are aren't true no one is looking at this as a solemn thing they're all looking at it as a political
0: piece of of ammunition can i ask you period can i ask you this question in all seriousness what are they saying that trump did Honestly, what are they saying that Trump did? What's the big thing? He util- he utilized his power mm-hmm. uh for personal gain. When
1: what, he, what is the personal gain? Uh to win the election against Joe Biden.
0: Right, to destroy Joe Biden, to besmirch B- Joe Biden, to make people question Joe Biden, right? Mhm. What? Now I was going to use a naughty word there. <laughs> yeah, I could feel that one coming right there. And I'm I'm not going to use that naughty word because I had an apparition myself last night. No, I shan't. Uh, I'm not going to use that naughty word, but uh, what is Congress and the Democrats doing right now? Besides abusing their office, abusing their power, using every bit of power that they have to dis- to uh, disqualify and, dis- and besmirch the integrity of their opponent. They're doing everything. That's what drives me crazy. Everything that they said Mm. Donald Trump did in Russia, they did in Ukraine. Everything they're saying he's doing now, they're doing to him. Right. They're saying, you know, you can't uh, investigate your political
1: opponent. What What are they doing? They're doing it now. They're investigating their political opponent. Right. Why? Because they think there's, like, in theory, they believe that there's something wrong here and it's important for the country. Isn't that what Donald Trump's argument is? When it comes to Ukraine, he believed there was something wrong going on. And even though it was his political opponent, in this country, your political opponents don't get automatic immunity for their bad actions. If
0: I may quote Mm -hmm. Mother Hillary, in this country, no one is above the law.
2: The best of the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. I want you to know we're taking this impeachment vote uh, and its place in history uh, very, very seriously. Today, we've sent our uh, we've sent our executive producer, uh, Stuber Gear, down to the floor of the House. Hi, and uh, Glenn, are you there? Hi, Glenn. Yes. Hi. Hi, I'm down here right now on the floor. floor. Uh, I don't where, see you. Where are oh, you exactly? Uh, here I'll, I'll wave to you. Just look at. Oh, I see you. They're up yeah. there in the corner, right by the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you can see that. Yeah, I can see. you. Okay. Yeah, right by the lady with the red hold shirt. On, hold on. I'll turn on my. I'll turn on my uh, cell phone flashlight. Just so you can got okay. it. I got it. I'm waving yeah. it. Do you see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn okay. it off, but don't turn it off too quickly. It could cause like an epileptic seizure to that, somebody okay. who might be watching C-SPAN. I'll be very careful. Okay, all right. It Seems you. like there's a lot of people with a lot of health problems down here. They're all about 114 years old. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So you, they're now uh, on the motion to table. They're voting now on yes. the motion to table. Uh, to table what? They're looking to um, – the, the motion is, of course, to table – um uh, the impeachment um and they're they're, but they're thinking about are, what you would do here is you take the impeachment and not and you, you table it so uh, so motion. so but that is the motion to table and you're saying it's the impeachment vote but the democrats are voting 189 yay and republicans are saying no 166 so
2: that would seem to not make sense for the uh, oh, yeah, you're right.
0: Uh, it's the opposite of what I said. Um, and so that's why I'm here, to make sure I can give you the play-by-play play by play right. on this very important, historic, prayerful, solemn day. Have you seen Nancy Pelosi yet? Has she arrived in the chamber? Nancy is not here. Um, they tried to get her here for the hearing.
1: However, she was praying too loudly and could not hear their knocking. Um, oh, my goodness! And I, I, I will say
0: those prayers. Were solemn. They were solemn. They were solemn in but nature. They were, but they were. Laugh, but, but they were loud. But they were loud. They were it was very a, loud. It was a con- combination of loudness well, and solemnness. Is so. So is it possible mm-hmm. that the Lord in the skies and the heavens above, He is old. Is it possible He's hard of hearing? I. It is possible. However, when you say old, I believe I believe Nancy is older. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, So before the Big Bang, there was Nancy. Yeah. Okay. That's the way that worked, I believe. I'm not a scientist. Okay. All right. Well, we're not here for science. No, no. Even though this show is award-winning, many, many science awards. But you are not the one that brings us that science news. You're the one who brings us things right from the floor. Uh, in Capitol, on Capitol Hill, uh, right from the floor of the House. Yes, um, I want to uh, give you one more piece of information. If you see the yeah. the way the, uh, there's a little bit of a uh,
1: decline as you walk down towards the center of yeah. uh, the yeah. room. Uh, is okay. not steep enough
0: for a slinky. I was trying it about five minutes ago. Really. And it will not actually uh, maintain so the momentum it, needed for a slinky. Is this the evidence that we have heard from so many uh, Democrats that, the founders couldn't see the future so they didn't see the slinky they didn't see stadium seating for a really good movie in that chamber that's why the constitution is a piece of crap and we should light it on fire like we're doing today because they couldn't see things like no. Donald Trump coming and they couldn't no, see wait. the slinky coming but wait 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 um, no I think the, oh, the the other way around way okay the other way around, okay, the other again, way around yeah.
1: then from what I just said and okay. that's why I'm here glad
0: to give you the perspective you need right thank you so much Stu there on the house floor <laughs> This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn. And if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? iTunes. If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. Yes, I must be just a wee bit solemn now because this is a day of history. This is a day we will all remember where we were. Now, this is according to CNN, and they're right about everything. Uh, And I know the guy who can put this into perspective for us is Nick DiPaolo, a, a grand historian of his own right. Hello, Nick.
2: Hi, Glenn. How are you? And I can uh, p- put it into perspective, especially CNN, because I, I dated Don Lemon for two years. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> oh my That's... goodness. Yeah,
0: he's he's a special, special guy. I I couldn't believe. Did you see the thing from him? What was it last week where he was acting? In fact, do we have the? Do we have the acting clip? We need this.
2: Very tool. I was merely acting.
0: Yes, it was merely a tool. He was merely acting. <laughs> he, I think it was on Friday night, he read a tweet from Donald Trump, and it was that, uh, the tweet where the video where he was, uh, what's his name, from the superhero super movies, and he was going to, did you guys, everybody's looking at me. No. Yeah, Thanos. You guys, did you guys see this? Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, and then Don Lemon comes on, and he's, "What is that? I, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I don't recognize us anymore. <laughs> I mean, it was as bad as any with William Shatner Star
2: Trek episode. It was that bad. I put him right up there with Larry Storch from F Troop. <laughs> that guy got hit out of the park. I was just laughing at you, saying that you were. Uh, with your daughters watching Die Hard for a Christmas movie, that <laughs> come on—that's a Christmas movie. What are you going to do on Easter, Scarface? Or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a Christmas movie. You don't think so? We had a big debate around here, and it is absolutely well, yeah. a Christmas movie.
2: Yeah, I guess so because it's set there at Christmas. But right. come on, there's a lot of blood and gore, machine guns, and terrorists. Uh, you know, not exactly a feel good. Not exactly. It's a wonderful life. All right, so it's
0: uh, you know Christmas in I like Baltimore. It.
2: I'm like lo- <laughs> I thought they outlawed that.
0: <laughs> well, they've outlawed a lot of stuff in Baltimore, it doesn't seem to help. Doesn't seem to help. So, uh Nick, what are your what are your thoughts today on this historic moment? Do they CNN and the news, they all keep saying two things. One, yeah. The House members, the Democrats are
3: yeah.
0: They're they're under a lot of pressure today and history and the constitution is weighing them down. And... <laughs> okay. The
3: cons- so, for, so, I love so, when
0: they, yeah, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, so first comment on that. Go
2: ahead. Well, I love when they, when the, when the Democrats bring up the constitution, that is just hilarious. Uh, you know, it changes from minute to minute with them. They don't believe in it for a second. They're trying to, you know, rebuild our society from the ground up. And, uh, but this is all, uh this is all hilarious. I I, I like it. I, I'm proud of Trump. He should be proud. Look, he came in as an outsider. He flipped over the apple cart. He said he was gonna drain the swamp. So a guy like that should be getting impeached. It shows that he's going against the grain. That's how I feel. He's a hero. I always like the bad guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wait a minute, wait
0: a minute. He's a hero. Quote, I
2: always like the bad guys. What is well, that? yeah, it's like Tony Soprano. Was a, uh, there's a phrase for it in Hollywood. I should, I should know, but I've never got an actor. It's an, it's an like, anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah. yes. Don't you think, I mean, for a guy who said he's going to go in there and flip out the way, you know, turn over everything in D.C. and how it works, it's natural that, that he would step on toes and, and get impeached. I think he should wear it as a badge of honor. I'm very proud of him. And it wasn't for a simple, uh, you know, uh, he didn't have an intern playing with his uh, private. Yeah, right. This is a real real impeachment.
0: Right. Uh, We're talking to Nick DiPaolo. You can find him at nickdip.com. Comedian extraordinaire who has never stopped being politically incorrect. You can watch his special at nickdip.com. It's it's
2: really, really funny. Uh, A little harsh, but... It's, it's about to hit a million views. It? Like, with it, with it by the weekend? I will hit a million views. So have you? Have I put this out in May. Have so. you
0: ever? Have you ever approached or been approached by you know Netflix or Amazon or anybody?
2: Yes, they told me stop doing comedy.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Are you it,
2: kidding me? I'd have to be a I'd have to be a transgender Native American with a hair lip riding a donkey, right? To take a look at this. There's
0: me. there's no way they would ever do that. No way.
2: Yeah, that's called, uh, that's just to plain out prejudice, discrimination, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yes, I was saying this stuff long before, Dave Chappelle, Billy Burr. I love how these guys are the heroes now. I am the real thing. I am the Bo Diddley of comedy. You know how like <laughs> Chuck Berry got all the commercial success, but Bo Diddley was the real? Right. right. I'm the Bo Diddley. Right. That's right. I'm comparing myself to 110-year-old black <laughs> guy with diabetes.
0: that everybody's like the who the what (laughs) (laughs) that's quite an accomplishment quite an accomplishment um uh, so the other thing i wanted to ask you on this is how do you feel about you know the the press has been saying you know it's very a very historic day and it's all you know all this bullcrap and everyone uh, the nancy pelosi has been saying you know, about how she's just been praying and uh,
2: how this yeah. is just a very spiritual moment. She never says what she's, she says. She, she's always praying for the president, but she never says what she's you know, she's praying that he dies in a car accident or a, she's <laughs> the most evil witch on the planet. They are psychotic. They're not even good at what they do for a living. All the people on the left, the Chuck Schumers, the Nadlers, they were all nerds as kids, but they were always book smart. That's why they became lawyers and then politicians, but they're not even good at it. They talk about how dumb Trump was when he was running for president. He's made them look like an ass on, what, four occasions now? And he's going to do it again. (laughs) You see the polls? You see the polls? He's surging in the polls. It's already backfiring on these idiots.
0: So what do you think is going to happen when they finally vote? And I don't think they're going to vote. They're supposed to vote now, but the Republicans are just – they're just throwing tire irons at them. Uh, And (laughs) so they're going to vote tonight probably – uh, yeah. What uh, What happens when it goes over to the Senate? What should happen, and what do you think will happen?
2: It's going to happen. I, I think Mitch McConnell's handling it beautifully. He's already put up a saying. You know, he's saying, "Look and 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 what's his name?" Schumer has the nerve to say uh, they should call uh, John Bolton and, and Mulvaney and uh, and 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 what's his name? Uh, the chinless Mitch McConnell uh, <laughs> with those giant owl eyes. Oh, oh. Oh well, well, I'm not a uh, I'm not an impartial juror. This is politics. I love what he's saying. He says there's no way in hell. He goes, we're not going to do that after the way you treated us uh, and the whole process where we didn't get to call witnesses in the house and all that. He goes, you're going to get you're not going to get a, you're going to get a totally partial <laughs> um, handling in the Senate. So I, I love what he's doing. You know, McConnell. Uh, I have mixed feelings. I don't like career politicians, but this guy, uh, I think he's underrated. You cannot focus on him missing his chin, but yeah, uh,
0: I mean, he lo- he looks more like a turtle than an owl. But um, we can argue not, that not some other one, day. Well,
2: uh, not one Republican is gonna. It's gonna be uh, unanimous. Not one Republican. They talk about oh, there's a few of them on the fence. No, no, no. It's there's gonna not. be a shutout.
0: Yeah, uh, there are agree? a few. I think in the Senate there are a few. I think I could see Mitt Romney. Romney, yeah.
2: Susan those, Collins, those, Mitt Romney. Those Mormons. It's those Mormons.
0: Don't you hate those guys? Oh.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I, <sighs> I actually, I used to like Mitt Romney told Trump ran for president. And I saw what a two-faced backstabber he is, but I thought Romney was a decent guy. I watched that documentary. I go, this guy's just a good guy. And yeah, I thought so, too. Stuff. That really so too. changed me. I, I, I don't like that guy. He's very smart and, um, you know, part of the uh, corporate vulture, uh, but, uh yeah, he disappointed me, and uh, who else? I don't, I don't know the other people. I, I know Mulvaney or whatever his name is, but uh, so do you, know, you think this is? Do you
0: think this is good? That I mean, how do we? I was seeing today they they're they're impeaching Trump because yeah. he was they say using his office to hurt his political rival. Well, they have used the entire government. They've used the DOJ, the State Department, uh, the FBI. They've used the House. They've used all of the apparatus of government to do nothing but smear this guy uh, for the last yes. four years. So, when do we yes. impeach them? When does. And, and I don't even. I'm, I'm not looking for, you know, gotcha. I'm looking to teach people a lesson in Washington. You can't
2: do this. Yeah, I don't understand. The beauty of this, it's all coming on the, uh, you know, the Horowitz report coming out. Yeah. That's the backdrop of this. And they have the nerve to look into the camera and say that stuff about Trump. On the, you know, with, with the Horowitz report proving the FBI lied to the FISA courts, all this, and like you said, they use the whole apparatus to help Hillary, uh, you know, uh, to get rid of Trump. And they have the nerve to look into the camera and say that Trump's a danger to our democracy. It, it, i i don 't know if they're just crazy or it's uh, willful ignorance. ignorant i don't know what it is but um but like I said it's showing in the polls trump's creeping up uh actually leading everybody but uh you know Biden, which is hilarious. this guy's getting jello in a nursing home, and uh he's still in the front uh but no you're right, they use the whole apparatus, and then they have the nerve to say this um, so is there the ball, is
0: as just as because uh, I think a lot of Americans are are just so beaten down because they're like, the, the bad guys, they always get away with it. I, I can't get away with anything. There is no real justice in Washington. You know, if I was involved in any of this, we'd be nailed. They're not for any of these. They're not for equal rights. They're not for equal justice. They're not for any of this stuff. And they continue to get away with it. And I think the average American is like, you know what? I can't take much more of this. I mean, is there ever going to
2: be a reckoning,
0: a day of reckoning for this?
2: Well, that's that's a great question because they they keep saying now, like after the FISA came out, that comment about the FBI lying to them and stuff. Oh, We're looking now. Now this the take is: well, we hope these procedures are corrected so this doesn't happen in the future. No, somebody has to go to jail. I agree. Somebody has. I love when Chris Wallace was interviewing uh, Comey, and he goes, "You're acting like you were a third party looking in on this." You know, he mm-hmm. goes, "You were the head of the FBI when this was going down." Well, what do, do the do Republicans have bad lawyers. It seems like Devin Nunes is the only guy that knows what he's doing. But I don't understand. That is a great question. Why the Hillary Clintons and, and even Obama? I can't believe how his name doesn't even come up in all this. Like he didn't know about it. Right. Why do they not? Why aren't they held accountable? What's his name is rotting in jail. Uh, Manafort, Manafort and, and uh, Stone and, and why I don't understand. Do we have bad lawyers? I, I, no, I, I, I think we
0: have. It. I think this is my honest opinion, Nick, and maybe I'm wrong. I just think that people like McConnell are dirty. I don't think they're going to go after him because they're involved in the same kind of stuff, just in you know on their side. So I don't think anybody wants any of this stuff to
2: come out. Ah, uh, good take. When I think when I think skeletons in the closet, I think Giuliani. <laughs> oh yeah. I love how he's out there shooting his mouth. <laughs> I, I love again. I like guys that, that uh, just you know they're you know he's a he's a wild card. He's out there shooting his mouth off, and uh, but I never pictured McConnell as dirty. But again, for a guy, what's he been in politics since 12 oh, yeah, AD, no. So yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah. he's very dirty. He and his wife are in <laughs> all. No, seriously, they're, it's very, very dirty. Uh has a
2: transportation. What? Isn't his wife like the head of transportation? What's her name? can be Asian woman?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's the head of transportation, and n- you I've know nothing. Dirty
2: Asian woman. I've never met a di- dirty Asian woman in my life. Outside a couple of massage
0: pilots. I'm I not going to get I'm, Okay, we're not just going to stop it there. We're just going <laughs> to stop it there. Nick DiPaolo from NickDip.com. NickDip.com. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. Let me go to Daniel Horowitz because Daniel has the facts on what's what's going on in the other hand. Doug Henning, illusions and magic. Uh, what they're doing this week in Congress is obscene. In fact, it's exactly what we should have done as Republicans, and Donald Trump was the red herring. Donald Trump was the one. Watch over here. Watch Donald Trump. While we passed stuff. The House has passed just an abomination of a bill uh, just, what, yesterday or the day before, and Daniel Horowitz is here. It's the omnibus bill. Hey, Daniel.
3: Hey, great to be with you. Don't you like the WWE show? I mean, this is great. This the is crazy.
0: This is crazy. It's a very solemn day, Daniel, as you know, and, uh, and very sacred. And uh, those Democrats, the pressure they're under, you know, the weight of the Constitution is on their shoulders today. So I'll have none of this, uh, none of this fast talking from you, Daniel Horowitz.
3: <laughs> well, y- y- look, you know what, Glenn? I got give to give the Democrats credit. If you think about what they're accomplishing. yeah. On the same day they are impeaching the president, they are getting Republican leadership in both houses as well as evidently the president to support a year's worth of their budget and policy priorities. So, I mean, this is what I don't understand. If the Democrats are so terrible and it's so terrible what they're doing, wouldn't the best way for Trump to get back at them be to, to – to, impeach their bill and veto their bill, or just tell Mitch McConnell he doesn't support it, he won't bring it to the Senate floor, do another clean CR. And could you imagine the theatrics? The president would be amazing at this. Come with you know a 5,000-pound uh, stack of papers, <laughs> pick up a few sections and show the random, insane stuff in it, make fun out of how no one read it, and say, look, at its core, this is what people elected me to do, not just talk about changing the swamp, but actually do it. Go back, do your homework, pass a clean CR, and let's study, debate, and even discover the provisions of this, and start building a narrative for border security against sanctuary, sanctuary cities. Seventy thirty, eighty twenty, winning issues. My problem, Glenn, is, and you know, I've been pretty harsh on our movement. The Democrats care about policy outcomes and results. Our side seems to care about nothing more than talking points.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. They actually believe in something uh, and they're doing it every even this impeachment is tearing down our faith in the system, which helps the the far left of the Democratic Party. Uh, They believe in something. They're doing it. I I don't know what we're doing. Please explain the omnibus bill for anybody who doesn't know what an omnibus is and and what they've snuck in what the Democrats have
3: put into this thing. It's a monster. Sure. So obviously there's the spending and then there's the policies. So they don't legislate anymore. I mean, they, they do nothing all year. And again, this is a great talking point that the president can make fun of them with. So what they do is they, this has become an annual ritual where they wait right before Christmas. And then suddenly it's a hellfire rush to get a budget bill passed, even though they were operating on a stopgap stop for months. And they could continue that while we discover their agreement. But no, once they get the backdoor agreement, they put in 2,500 pages worth of stuff all into one bill. So both the spending priorities of all 12 departments, but also any number of policy changes. For example, do you know that they raise the tobacco age from 18 to 21? Now, I don't smoke. I hate smoking. It's not my thing, but that's a big policy. It's incredible. Change. Nobody in the country knows about that. You yeah. would think we would have a separate legislative debate over it that. that was stuck in by Mitch McConnell and, I, I mean and evident- by evident- and, yeah,
0: and by the way, that has tax revenue that that has revenues attached to it. So anything that you're spending, you're now making your spending uh even worse because you're cutting out all the tax revenue. So not only is it should be something that we talk about and we, you know, debate back and forth, and again I'm with you. I don't like smoking, I hate it, blah blah blah, but you know, wait a minute. We're just going to jam this into a bill in the middle of the night and nobody even knows about it?
3: Exactly. And and God knows what else is in there. By the way, parallel to this they passed a 3400 page defense authorization bill and and we found like stuff on banning the federal government from uh you know looking into criminal history of federal employees i mean that's a very contentious issue that's been debated for many years that that's in there i mean that's to be signed by the president tonight god knows what else is in there um but let's talk about the spending so remember the tea party i mean you know, Glenn, obviously, you, you remember that like it was yesterday. The first year of President Trump, of uh, President Obama, it shocked the consciousness of a nation. We've never, we never saw spending like that, right? I went back and looked to see what the spending levels were for the first two months of Obama's first full fiscal year. That's FY 2010. It was $471 billion. The first two months of this fiscal year, and this is before this bill, we spent $814 billion. Mm. So no matter what – I don't have an inflation calculator in front of me now, but no matter how you slice that, that's insane. Um, and, and that was when we had 10% unemployment. To be fair, a lot of people were on food stamps, unemployment. Revenue was in the toilet. Now we have 3.5% wow. unemployment, record revenue. What in the world are we conserving? But that's not enough. This bill will set the trajectory for $320 billion more in spending, but that doesn't include the tax expenditures they put in um, three hours before the bill. So I haven't even looked at that yet. Um, and then obviously it has a lot of terrible provisions in it, but let me give you one. We call it the MS-13 recruitment provision. So what they do is they prospectively invite illegal aliens to self-traffic their family through the cartels and be brought here and be considered unaccompanied alien children who are then reunited with them and resettled at taxpayer expense. And in return for that, they get amnesty. ICE is not allowed to put into removal proceedings anyone who is a sponsor. Wait, wait. Yeah.
0: Wait, I can't. I don't. I can't even get my arms around this yet. This is in the bill. It does what?
3: This is in the bill. It's. It's. Gosh. It's. It's. Um. There's two omnibus bills. This is in the 580 page bill with DHS. It, it's around page 460. And what it basically does is it invites those who are doing the trafficking. Those that are – when you see these unaccompanied alien children, they're not random children that are captured by cartels and brought here against their will. I mean I think we would all want to treat them as refugees. No. They are self-trafficked by, let's say, agricultural workers, illegal alien parents who have already snuck into the country. Now they want to be reunited with their kids, so they bring them in. Oh, but they're unaccompanied, so they have to be treated like refugees. They come and show up and say, hey, we're sponsoring them, and it's their family member. And in return for that deed, that trafficking operation, ICE cannot deport any one of those sponsors. Now, law enforcement throughout the country has said that this is the single biggest recruitment for the resurgence of MS-13 that you're seeing in Long Island, in Virginia, in California, several other places – because this is replenishing their ranks with 16 to 18-year-old young males from Central America that either are already a part of it or certainly are prone to get involved in it. And they, they also have to show their moxie and have to be particularly violent as new members to, to break in. I mean, this is the type of stuff, Glenn, that we have no movement to monitor – to, to advocate for, to focus on. This is the type of amnesty bill that we would have died on, under Hillary Clinton, that, that it was our worst nightmare this would come to fruition. They get this overnight without firing a shot. Jeez.
0: It's incredible. Daniel, there's no hope for us. Really, there is no hope Should for I, us. There's no, no hope no, there's, for America there's, 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 if this is what we're going to tolerate.
3: There, there, there is, uh, God forbid we could have an illegal alien 9-11 tomorrow. And we will not have a movement to act on a single legislative strategy, executive strategy, a single issue. It, it was Mueller the first two years, then impeachment. The second term, if, if Trump wins the second term, it will be the next thing. And, and here's the deal. The left doesn't get paralyzed by impeachment. They are out in the courts, in the states. They, they might have their grifters and talking point people, but they got their serious legal and policy people. I mean, you look at the Democrats in New York and New Jersey, the civilization battles that they're accomplishing. Yes. Neo-Confederate laws against immigration enforcement, literally just violating federal law, shielding, harboring illegal aliens, 1324 uh, uh, four eight USC, um, uh, having felons vote. But they're doing it in red states, too. Kentucky, the governor just uh, reversed Medicaid reform and had 140,000 felons vote first week in there. They accomplish. They come, they see, they conquer. Our side is happy to get on Fox News.
1: Is it true, too, that, Daniel? in one of these bills they have um, in there, things that I would like in some ways, uh, the Obamacare, some of these Obamacare taxes, pulling them away. But it's interesting in that like, they made this big deal that Obamacare was paid for, And it seems like the unions just keep coming in and saying, well, all the things that we're paying for it now don't exist anymore, yet we keep the plan. Is that stuck in there as well? Do I have that right?
3: It's phenomenal. And I actually oppose that, and here's why. So first, as a baseline, just consider um, there's the bigger omnibus and the smaller one. That's in the bigger one. Consider this. You know how radical the Democrats are, okay, in this era. All but seven Democrats voted for this bill. All but seven out of, what, 235 or something Mm -hmm. voted for it. That includes Presley, J. Paul, um, all these types. So ask yourself this. Well, suddenly they oppose Obamacare. Here's the deal. I call this low-tax socialism. Here's what the Republican Party has done the last 10 years. Here's the one issue they've conserved. What they do is they give the corporations the one thing they want to save them from the Democrats, and that's lower taxes. Then they turn around and serve as the enforcers of cultural Marxism, open borders, refugees, pro-criminal laws, Mm -hmm. but also um, fiscal liberalism, Obamacare, um, personal welfare, corporate welfare, everything except for lower taxes. So what they've done is the worst mix of all. They've repealed the funding mechanism of Obamacare, but they actually in this bill extended and expanded Medicaid and the subsidies, which is the heart and soul, and also banned – some of um, Obama's um, regulatory reforms that were starting to help. That's another thing in there. So it's the worst mix of all. Policy-wise, it's the worst, but also politically, because what it does is it gives the healthcare cartel the one thing that they wanted, and now they're going to turn around and enforce Obamacare and side with the Democrats. This was the one point of leverage we had on them. Now they're going to fully back it, which is why... Every single Democrat, including the most pr- progressive ones, supported it. Incredible.
0: Daniel Horowitz, eh. senior editor of Conservative Review, um, part of the Blaze family. And uh, thank you so much, Daniel. You've officially, <laughs> completely <laughs> bummed me out. Um, Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. few miracles have to happen but i think we are in the land of miracles uh because i don't know of much else that's going to solve these problems john in florida welcome
3: hi glenn uh listen to your show uh every day as i'm coming home from work and this morning when you were doing your nancy pelosi imitation i was laughing so hard i had to go off (laughs) the side of the road <laughs> All right, thank you. Um I'm I'm a gay man, I'm an independent, I've voted third party most of my life. Voted third party in the last election, but um I will now crawl over broken glass to vote for Donald Trump. Okay, so the why have just destroyed their party?
0: <sighs> right? And it's not exactly. even that you're it's not even that some people I think are going to vote for Donald Trump as much as it is a vote against what's happening.
3: Exactly. Hmm.
0: Thank you very much, John. Thank you so much for listening. You're welcome. All right, get a good night's sleep. Let me go to uh, Ben in Florida. Hello, Ben. Hi, Glenn. Hi. I'm
2: glad you made the. Hello?
0: Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I can.
2: I'm glad you made the pick four and torch reference because I am angry, and this is what I feel like doing because there's no such thing as we the people anymore. This is a bunch of rat crap, and everybody knows it, and I'm so sick of Pelosi and. Doing whole a whole lot
0: of them. A whole lot of them, and it's not—it's not, not just—it's—it's. It's, I feel the same way stuff. about the Republicans. This is there. There is no servant when they say, "Oh, he's been a lifelong public service servant." Shut up! A servant doesn't make more than the person they're working for. A servant yeah. doesn't tell the master what to do all the time. They're not public servants. They're pigs at the trough. Maybe it's just me.
3: Iran and Benghazi from King Obama?
2: Did they forget about that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they have. Uh, but I don't think the American people have Margaret uh, in Michigan. Uh, hello, Margaret. Whoops. Hello. We That's lost right. her. We taught Margaret a lesson. i lo- that. We lost mm-hmm. her. <laughs> Ron. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead, Ron. In
3: Pennsylvania?
0: Yes, Ron, are you there?
3: Yeah, how you doing? Yes, um, I did
2: not uh, vote for Donald Trump the first time. I am an independent. Mm-hmm. But what's going on before that, I mean, we always wind up voting for the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. I think if he gets back in right now, it's probably going to be the best thing that happen to our country because of what we have. That's my feeling about it.
0: It's not going to be the best thing? Well, the fact of the matter is that it will be is the best that we have. We don't okay. have anything else. All right, is so I feel? so you I didn't was vote very for. i a big critic of Donald Trump, bigger monster than you. Um, do you think I didn't have any wow. cheese doodles? I couldn't find any. <laughs> <And what laughs> the
2: matter is that I do not like the man. Right, but seeing what he's done, I mean, think about it. It's what better thing do we have?
0: Well, the option, if the option is between uh, this and socialism, there's no question. There's absolutely no question. But we
2: 100% correct. I will choose this over
3: socialism
0: thank you ron appreciate it you're very welcome you know the 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 thing that's missing here is the media that's that's that used to be up until woodrow wilson the media used to believe that it was the voice of the people it was the one that protected the people the 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 interests back home They no longer believe that. They believe they are above the people and they know what's right. And so they won't search for the truth. The truth is here. It is so transparent. We're on the rooftops shouting the truth. But no one seems to care, at least those in power. Let me go to Peggy in Ohio. Hi, Peggy. Hi,
2: Glenn. I I agree
3: wholeheartedly with you, and we have to remember, we have to keep praying, we have to be diligent, and I really feel, I, I would love to see when the vote takes place for every conservative, independent in this country to just stop. I'm 67, this is the first time I have felt good about my vote. I've waited for a man like this, and I don't care what he tweets or anything else. He is a man of God and the first one. I didn't plug my nose to vote for him. I was for him right away, and I never watched a thing on him before this.
0: Hmm. Thank you so much, Peggy. Uh, I appreciate it. I think there was a lot of minds being changed uh, towards Donald Trump because of the media and because of this unfair process. I could be wrong, but I've had enough.
2: The Blaze Radio Network.
0: On Demand.